We are live again, Squared Circle Journal. This is Ringside Ramblings. I am your host, Sam Keola, the wrestling connoisseur. And let's talk about that. I will, I'll, I'll call it epic Monday Night Raw. Maybe not in um, particular use of the term epic, because usually epic is used as something grand and extravagant and just overall good. I wouldn't necessarily say that last night was good. But there were some good parts. First, I would say that the best part of the show was finding out that Roman Reigns is indeed in remission from leukemia. Uh, With that said, Twitter has been a storm. Um, Fans. Twitter fans are crazy. Let Let me just put that in. I know there's a lot of Twitter fans out there right now listening to this podcast probably. But uh, the wrestling community on Twitter has lost its mind. You have on one side the very emotional, um, they love Roman Reigns. Maybe they've been a Roman Reigns fan forever. Maybe some are new to the bandwagon since, you know, he come out, said he had leukemia. Um, who knows? I see a lot of people saying, don't jump on the bandwagon now. Um, seriously, come on. I, I, the the pro-Roman crowd is acting like children the other side of the fence the this is fake crowd these you know conspiracy nuts but i would like to take today and really examine this situation just because uh i don't think anybody else is i think everybody is you're either like the other side is crazy or you know i'm seeing people say you know if you if you don't believe he had cancer you need to be banned from twitter and i went and looked type in roman reigns fake cancer into the twitter machine and 190 tweets popped up and not all of them were claiming that he was faking cancer Uh, a majority looked like they were attacking people claiming that he was faking cancer it seems to be a lot more people making statements like that then there are people who are making statements that this was a work um at least as of today uh the hype leading up to this i think went a little out of hand went a little out of control uh, especially when you take the ignorance aspect of leukemia uh, what you know? What exactly? What kind of cancer is this? What kind of treatment incurs? Uh, and then there's different stages and different types of leukemia as well. With that said, the hype a lot of fans were giving—not just that he's coming for an update, that he's just gonna—he's gonna be back in the ring, and he's gonna be at WrestleMania, and he's gonna be at every Raw, and he's gonna be beating everybody again, and he's back, and. That is absolutely not what he said last night. That's not what what WWE released. They said it was an update. And, you know, he came back, say it was in remission. The crowd was chanting WrestleMania or whatever. And he said, you know, hey, we got we to gotta crawl before we walk. We got to walk before we run. Uh, to me, that means he still needs to take time to, to let his body heal, to get back in ring shape. 
to, uh, to, to finish up whatever treatments. But it's a statement, hey, he's in remission and he's going to be coming back to WWE. Now, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe he will be back every Raw. You know, uh, maybe he'll, he's just going to do Monday Night Raws. He's not going to do maybe house shows or whatever. And, you know, he can fly out to wherever Raw is going to be that week. And he can spend the rest of the six days or five days. You can count uh, downtime with flights and stuff. He can spend the rest of that time getting treatments and getting better. Who knows? To say it's a work. Let me just examine that for a moment. Just to shed some highlights on it. And I, I do not think it's a work. But when we first heard about this coming back so soon, I, I kind of questioned, is this an ideal situation? The him to come back. You know, is he coming back? To wrestle is he? Is they trying to get him to be at WrestleMania? You know what exactly is going on here? The man needs to heal. He needs to have proper treatment because the last thing you want to do is just be in remission and and not have your proper treatment. And it, you know his leukemia come back again. You have to think about a person's life before wrestling that's the reason why he took off you know something sometimes things are greater than wrestling greater than wwe but uh let's let's examine why people would be suspicious because i see a lot of people bashing others but they're not really considering why and i touch on this in a in a in a post I did today on uh, or my on my blog, wrestling in general is a con. That's the roots. It's always been a con. You know, back in the carny days, that's why people are called called marks because they would mark a guy on the back of his shirt. This guy has money. That's why the were you the the ticket salesman. That's why he's up higher then the guy buying the ticket he can see right into his pockets into his wallet see how much he has he's marked this guy has money we're gonna work him for every penny he's got the, the cotton candy for the kids the hot dogs whatever that's that is the wrestling business still today that is why five minutes into roman reigns comeback speech his remission speech emails went out to every subscriber anybody that's on a wrestling list for WWE emails went out announcing Roman Reigns new shirt a lot of people found this in bad taste and uh, I you know personally I think it's bad taste wait wait a few days and this is why people go whoa wait hold up a minute you have a shirt ready already you're sitting this out in the middle of his speech this ain't real this is this is this is a, a work that's why they think that because vince is milking this as much as he can he's squeezing the blood out of the turnip so people look at it and they say nah 
can't be real. And the reason is because look, was the Montreal screw job was that real? Was that a work? People don't know. The situation in WCW where Hogan pinned Jeff Jarrett and Russo comes out. Was that real? Was was it a work? Nobody knows. When a guy is is hurt and he uh and he's elbow surgery. And then they have him look like he injures his leg in the ring and he's out on a leg injury. Does it make sense when he's really out with an elbow injury? When you can log on to anywhere and you can read this? Does it make sense that your storyline is an elbow is a leg injury instead of the elbow injury? There is an ever-growing amount of suspicion today when the Onion satire website is mistaken for real news. It's mistaken for reality. When in the White House, they're prescribing to have a, a board of officials elected to counter scientists on climate change. This is the world we live in today. And I wonder, I question, I looked at some of these people that questioned whether this was a work or not. Some questioned, some flat out said, this is fake. Uh, some of the ones that say, oh, this is fake. They say it can't be real. Some of these were the type of people who they read the fake news and they share it. Others questioned, can this be real? And that's just a point of ignorance. And that's not something to be ashamed of. It's just ignorance. Ignorance is the lack of knowledge. Okay. So they're just ignorant of leukemia and its treatments and you know the the side effects and and what all that pertains so before we be too harsh i think everybody needs to take a step back number 1 be grateful that roman reigns is in remission number 2 educate people if somebody uh is questioning it Educate him. Don't be an asshole about it. This is a different situation. It's not time to be an asshole about that particularly. It's not time to call for people to be banned just because they question things. So, and that's, that's in a nutshell, that's the reason why we're getting a little bit of this. Uh, things aren't, aren't as black and white as they used to be. And in the wrestling business, nothing's ever black and white. The wrestling business is a con. So people know this. And so they question everything with wrestling. I mean, you can ask uh, eight out of ten people on the street and they're going to tell you, oh, wrestling's fake. So we all know how that goes. So if you ask them about this, they're going to say, yeah, it's fake. 
Some of these people aren't even wrestling fans that I noticed. The ones I looked at, most of them aren't wrestling fans. I think it was only one that was a wrestling fan. So, there's that. There are others out there, there are podcasts out there that did question whether uh, any of this was real. And, you know, everything I just said pertains to that. Now, with that said, I, I do think WWE is being a little bit tasteless in their money grab of the situation. Uh, I, I think damage control could have easily have been done to not have pushed emails out and thrown the shirt out there so very quickly. There is a time for it. And, uh, you know, being able to advertise that on TV, being able to push it out there so fast, kind of spurned a little bit of this on. So there is that. I also think that we need to separate a little bit of here between the man and the character. And I think WWE in particular, this is a moment where they could fix a lot of the problems with the Roman Reign character. Uh, you know, uh, the, the fan base, I don't think, wants to hate Roman Reigns. They definitely don't hate the man. Everybody had high hopes for him with for remission. I think uh, maybe it had been a little bit too much last night having him come out uh, and do the Superman punches and the spear. I don't know. Uh, a lot of people enjoyed that, I think. It may have been a little much in my book. I'm not sure yet. But I think this would be a moment where I would, would definitely sit back, let him train for his return, not overuse him. Uh, if you want to do anything... Do one of those documentaries on his journey through this with his family. You know, he, he filmed some stuff with The Rock. He got to spend time with The Rock. He got to spend time with his cousin Lance of uh, the Samoans. You know, let him be him. You know, he's no longer wearing the, the colored contacts. He's not reading from a script. Now's the time to let Roman Reigns be Roman Reigns and not read from a script and do all this part. I, I would even say somewhat of his moveset even. Now's the time to, to work with him and uh, settle down on those Superman punches. You know, we don't need that many. We don't need to see it that often. It's not an uppercut. Um, but now's the time. To really look at this story-wise, for the long run, not the short run, which Vince seems to do quite often, just like with that shirt release, the short run. Hey, we can make a bunch of money off this tonight. Is it worth it? So that's just my opinion. 
you know, to put it in a writer perspective, which I, I like to do since I am a writer. If we look at Joseph Campbell's works of monomyth, hero of a thousand faces, or Vogel's adaptation of, of that, Vogler, who went on to, to reshape the Disney movie experience, follows the hero's journey, which is a cut down version of monomyth. But we're at a point right now within this structure where the hero faces an or- ordeal. That's the, that's the area this is called, the ordeal. And oftentimes the hero faces death during the ordeal. That's where we are now. The hero has conquered. Now's the time to really apply this to Roman Reigns' overall arching story. What comes next? What trials and tribulations? What redemption, resurrection? You know, you, you need to look at this and figure it out for the long run where the story needs to go for the character. If I was a WWE writer, that's what I would like to tell Vince. He'd probably fire me like he fired Arn Anderson. Because I wouldn't probably agree with him on much of this. But if I was a WWE writer, that's exactly what I would throw out there. So besides that, Monday Night Raw, they have the Ric Flair celebration. Most of the matches, I I don't know if I found them very interesting. Uh, once again, we had the Revival lose. I don't think they've won a match since they won the titles. Uh, I'm not sure if they won much before then. But uh, I'm not sure I agree with jobbing your tag team champions out to every Tom, Dick, and Harry from NXT or the main roster. I'd like to see more out of what I'm assuming is a budding feud between... Nyan Tamina and the Boston Hug connection. Uh, I'm not seeing a threat to the tag titles, and that's an issue. I need to see a threat to even be to care about the Boston Hug connection retaining the belts. I'm not sure what they have planned with Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley. It looks like they have plans to turn Leo Rush face, but. We all know how that goes in WWE. It's possible that Elias is joining Baron Corbin's little group. Uh, we don't have an official group name. I'm not sure why they only come out for Corbin or McIntyre. They never seem to come out for Bobby Lashley. Plot hole for me. I'm not sure why Elias, who is now heel, he was face for a hot minute. Why does he get interrupted by heels? I don't understand that. Maybe if anybody would wants to reply to Square Circle Journal on Twitter or me, you can reply to me at WrestlingCO2. Maybe you have an explanation that I haven't considered. Some of these things just don't make sense. 
apparently Dean Ambrose, one thing that didn't make sense, only Seth Rollins come out to congratulate Roman Reigns at the top of the show. They said that Dean Ambrose was so tore up backstage, they decided not to have him come out. Uh, so, last minute changes. I'd have just let him come out. Let him be emotional. We should all be emotional. So why not? Anyway. Uh, let's see what else happened. That's really about it. I mean, there wasn't a whole, whole lot of crazy things. Uh, just things that just, just didn't make sense. Ronda Rousey, you know, her sloppy match, tag match, and uh, she ends up coming out to the ring. You know, Becky Lynch comes to do the whole stone cold under arrest thing. Let me just talk about this. The whole Becky Lynch phenomenon is organic in and of itself. What WWE is doing with it is not. Um, I'm not sure if they just don't know what to do with it. If they don't care. If Vince is just like, you know, they're comparing her to Stone Cold. So let's just give them all the Stone Cold retro treatment. I don't know. They're going to blow it up. They're going to lose it if they're not careful. Ronda Rousey. Man, she really sucks on the mic. Her little shtick with Stephanie was awful. Um, I don't understand why she left the belt in the ring. To me, uh, I would not have... A face, supposedly face wrestler, shit all over your title, your championship, as she called it, a gaudy little belt. Um, She shit all over the championship. She shit all over the women's division. She shit all over the product. I'm not sure what their idea with that was. And then she leaves the belt and walks off. Uh pretty sure that story demands she'd be stripped of the title that's what the fans want to see so we'll see what they decide to do next week for that the Ric Flair celebration I was expecting them to do something with Becky and Charlotte for this Instead, uh, apparently they reached a deal with Batista. And we are going to get a Batista Triple H thing. And this is how they set it off by having Batista go to Ric Flair's locker room. Shut the door. Door opens. He's dragging Ric Flair out. We are to believe he beat up the nature boy. Strangely enough, you know, I, I see on Twitter they talked about he beat the hell out of Ric Flair. And he did this to Ric Flair. He did that to Ric Flair. None of that was actually on the episode. So I'm not sure where Twitter people are getting that. I guess they're just reading behind the lines. Um, He did nothing to Ric Flair. He just drug him out. It all happened behind closed doors conveniently. Um, I thought that was not the best way to go about it. I actually didn't even understand why you needed to include Flair for this. Uh, When we saw Batista last, he was a face. He had pretty much told uh, Triple H to go 
screw himself. Uh, this was evolution versus shield time, and Batista left. And Triple H was the bad guy. And Triple H, as an authority figure, has pretty much been a bad guy ever since. Now we are to have Triple H as the face of this feud, apparently. So, I, I don't know. I'm not... I'm not into it. I'm not really buying it. I think they'd been better off of having Hollywood star Batista as the face and Triple H as the heel. Personally, I'd like to see them grant Batista the one thing he always asked for, which is to work in a program with uh, Titus O'Neil. Maybe they could have done a tag match instead. Um, Maybe they could have let him go for the tag titles. I mean, something else. I mean, you have Titus that just does nothing. They haven't gotten him over in any manner. He's gotten very little TV time. And, uh, you know, I mean, he's not the most technical wrestler out there. But I think they could have really done something with Titus here. You know, two friends who want to work together and that's typically when you get the best out of these guys just two people who want to work together that are going to enjoy working together and that's going to come across in front of the camera we're not getting it we don't probably never will between uh, Batista and Titus so that was it that was that was the Monday Night Raw it was a little rough around the edges there was a lot that didn't make sense. Uh, it was big on hype. It was big on the production aspect of it. Anticipation. I don't know if it delivered for me personally. Uh, overall. But it definitely raised a lot of controversy. So for the Square Circle Journal... This was Sam Kill of the Wrestling Connoisseur. See you next time.